Good morning and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fake Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, we go three and one on the card last night. We finish on the plus side, $266.80. And oh, thank you, Indianapolis, for that last minute interception to avoid the moose against the Jets. We hang on and cash that ticket. So now on the National Football League, we are 47 and 34 year to date, hitting at a 58% clip. College football, don't look now, but we get another winner last night on Georgia State, plus the points against Louisiana Lafayette. We go 11 and 7 last Saturday, and now so far this week, we're 4 and 2 on college football. Could that be a good omen for the weekend? Well, we'll find out. We have 17 college football plays on our card that we're going to give you today. We're going to be playing 10 underdogs, four favorites, and three totals under the number. Those 17 plays in just a moment. But let's start with the other sports right now. We're going to lead off with the National Hockey League game tonight. Anaheim and Arizona. We're going to play the Ducks minus the one and a half at a plus 150. The Ducks year to date, fourth, four and three year to date. They are three, two and one at home. They've scored 35 goals this year. They've given up 35 goals so far this year. Last time out, they beat the New Jersey Devils four to nothing on Tuesday. Meanwhile, they're taking on the Coyotes of Arizona. The Coyotes are 0, 9 and 1 this season. They are 0-6-1 on the road. They have been outscored 42-13 to so far this year. Last time out, they lost to Philadelphia 3-0 on Tuesday. So Arizona is bad, really bad. Ten games so far this year, only two games have been decided by a single goal. If I win, I once again like my chances to cover. So let's go Ducks, minus one and a half on the puck line against Arizona at a plus 150. Then we go to the association. In the NBA, we're going to play the Raptors and the Cavs, and we're going to go the under 212 and a half. The Cavs are five and four straight up, six and three against the spread, and six and three to the under. Last time out, they beat Portland 107 to 104 on Wednesday. Meanwhile, the Raptors are six and three straight up, five and four against the spread, and five and four to the under. Last time out for them, they beat Washington 109 to 100 on Wednesday. So both teams play good D. Toronto ranks fourth in the NBA, giving up 100.2 points per game. Meanwhile, the Cavs rank ninth, giving up 104.9 points per game. So let's go the under, 212 and a half with two top 10 defenses. Now, two games going off tonight in college football that we like. We're going to start with a plus side play with an underdog. That's going to be Stanford, plus nine, taking on Utah. The Cardinal are three and five straight up, three and five against the spread. Their last three games, they lost by 18 at Arizona State, lost by three at Washington State, and lost by seven to Washington. So this poor team drew a tough schedule this year. They didn't even get Arizona or Colorado on their schedule. Meanwhile, the Utes are five and three straight up, three and five against the spread. Last three games, well, they beat Arizona State by 14, lost by eight to Oregon State, and then beat UCLA by 20. The Utes are one and three straight up on the road this year. I think this is a few too many points. So we're on the Cardinal tonight, plus the nine against Utah. Next up, we go to the ACC, where we're on Virginia Tech minus the three at Boston College. So we're laying a chalk here. Like I said, we only have four favorites on our card. This is one of them. The Hokies are four and four straight up, three and five against the spread. Last three games, well, they lost by 21 to Pittsburgh. They lost by five to Syracuse. 
and they beat Georgia Tech by nine on the road. Meanwhile, the Eagles are four and four straight up, four and four against the spread. Last three games, well, they lost by 26 to North Carolina State, lost by 14 to Louisville, and lost by 15 at Syracuse. Boston College has really struggled since losing their starting quarterback to injury earlier this season. The coaching staff said this week that the rotation is over and they're only going to play one quarterback this week. We don't know if that'll be the second stringer or the third stringer, but they're only going to play one. We're going to have no idea until game time who that may be. Meanwhile, Virginia Tech, on the other hand, this season they have wins over North Carolina, Georgia Tech, lost a tough game by three to Notre Dame this season. I personally think the Hokies are much closer than most people think, so I'm willing to lay the three on Tech at Boston College tonight. So your card tonight, recapping real quick the four games in action that we are playing in the NHL. We have Anaheim, minus one and a half against Arizona, plus the 150. We have the Raptors and the Cavs under the 212 and a half. Then in college football, we're on Stanford, plus nine against Utah, and Virginia Tech, minus three against Boston College. With that said, let's get to the rest of our college football card for Saturday. I am battling a cold, so I apologize if I don't sound the best today, but we're going to try to get through it. Don't forget, on Saturday, we have our system play. We gave you this play earlier in the week, but we are playing North Carolina minus the two and a half against Wake Forest. System, once again, in college football is when you have a unranked home favorite against a ranked opponent, you are to play the home favorite. And we're playing North Carolina minus the two and a half against Wake Forest. That is your system play. Next up, it is Wyoming and Colorado State. I missed a half a point of value here, but we're still going to play it. We're going to play the Cowboys of Wyoming plus the three and a half against Colorado State. The Cowboys are four and four straight up, one, six and one against the spread. It has not been a good year for them. Last three games, lost by 17 to Fresno State. Lost by 11 to New Mexico. Unbelievable loss there. That was ugly. And then they lost by six at San Jose State last week. Meanwhile, the Rams are three and five straight up, four and four against the spread. Last three games for them, well, they beat New Mexico by 29, lost by two at Utah State, and lost by nine to Boise State. So this Cowboy offense misses Josh Allen. And I'll tell you what, head coach Craig Bowl is starting to feel the heat in Laramie. The Rams are the better team. They played a much better schedule, but this is a rivalry game. It is the border war. They call it Sheep Week in Laramie. The Rams won last year. I think the Cowboys are going to pull the upset and get the boot back. I'm going to take the Pokes plus the three and a half. Next up on the card, we're going to go to Ames, Iowa. It is Texas taking on Iowa State, and I'm a sucker for punishment. But we're going back to the Longhorns here at plus six and a half. Longhorns, four and four straight up this year, four and four against the spread. Last three games, well, they lost by seven to Oklahoma. That was in an unforgettable game. They lost by eight to Oklahoma State and then lost by seven at Baylor last week. So, yes, three straight losses for the Longhorns. Cyclones, meanwhile, five and three straight up, three and five against the spread. Last three for them, they won at Kansas State by 13, beat Oklahoma State by three, and lost to West Virginia by seven. Texas is the best four and four team in the country, and it's not even close. Give me the six and a half this week. I'll take my chances again on the Longhorns against Iowa State. Next up, we're going to stay in the Big 12, and we're going to take TCU plus seven over Baylor. The Horn Frogs are three and five straight up, one, six and one against the spread. 
Yeah, it's been a tough year for the Horned Frogs against the number. Last three games, they lost by 21 at Oklahoma, lost by 12 to West Virginia, and lost by 19 at Kansas State, which ultimately cost Coach Patterson his job. Meanwhile, the Bears are three or seven and one straight up, six and two against the spread. Last three for them, they beat West Virginia by 25, beat BYU by 14, and beat Texas by seven. I get the Bears are the better team. TCU forced Coach Kelly out after 20 years, or Coach Patterson, excuse me, out after 20 years. It's been an emotional week at TCU, but Coach Patterson's best man in his wedding was Jerry Kill. Old Jerry is a heck of a motivator and a heck of a football coach for that matter. I expect maximum effort this week from the Frogs. Baylor's in the sandwich situation. They had Texas. They have Oklahoma coming up. This is a trap game if there's ever been one. I'm going to take the Frogs plus the seven over Baylor this week. Next up, another Big 12 battle. We go West Virginia plus three and a half over Oklahoma State. The Mountaineers are four and four straight up, five and three against the spread. Last three games for them, they lost by 25 to Baylor, one at TCU by 12 and beat Iowa State by seven. So nice back-to-back wins for the Mountaineers. Cowboys, meanwhile, seven and one straight up, six and two against the spread. Last three games for them, they beat Texas by eight, lost by three at Iowa State, and beat Kansas by 52. By the way, I looked this up this week. Mike Gundy is now 54 years old. He's aged well since that I'm a man, I'm 40 press conference back in the day. Oklahoma State has won every game in this series since 2014. So the Mountaineers are fired up for this one. They will have a packed house after back-to-back wins, and they want to beat Oklahoma State so bad after so many tough losses. I'm going to take West Virginia and the three and a half in this one. I think they can play some defense. West Virginia plus three and a half over Oklahoma State. Next up on the card, we got a Boise State and Fresno State. Yeah, we're going to take the Broncos plus five at Fresno State. The Broncos are four and four straight up, five and three against the spread. Last three games, well, they won at BYU by nine. They lost by seven to Air Force, and they won at Colorado State by nine. The Bulldogs, meanwhile, seven and two straight up, six and three against the spread. Last three games for them, they won at Wyoming by three, beat Nevada by two, and beat San Diego State by 10. So Fresno is in the classic letdown spot after the big win at San Diego State last week. Boise, meanwhile, is 4-0 and against the spread on the road this year. I like that combo. I'll take Boise plus the five against Fresno State. Next up on the card, we go to the Big Ten. We're going to play Rutgers. Yeah, the Scarlet Knights plus 13 against Wisconsin. The Scarlet Knights are 4-4 four and four straight up, 5-3 and three against the spread. Last three games for them, they lost by 18 to Michigan State, lost by 14 to Northwestern. That was an ugly one. But then they rallied to win by six at Illinois last week. The Badgers are five and three straight up, four and four against the spread. Their last three games, well, they beat Army at home by six, beat Purdue by 17, and then had the big one last week, beating Iowa by 20. So Wisconsin was a system play for us last week. We had them against the Hawkeyes. But that creates the big letdown situation this week. The total is only 37. Rutgers is getting 13 here. Let's do it. Scarlet Knights plus the 13 against the Badgers. Then we have a chalk play here. It is going to be SMU minus four and a half at Memphis. The Tigers are four and four straight up, two and six against the spread. Last three games, they lost by six at Tulsa. They beat Navy by 18, and they lost by 17 
at UCF. Mustangs, meanwhile, are seven and one straight up, five and three against the number. Last three games for them, they won by seven at Navy, beat Tulane by 29, and lost by seven at Houston. So the big story here is if Seth Hennigan plays for Memphis, all bets off, do not make the wager. This play is simply based on the fact that the starting quarterback for Memphis will not play. The backup QB play puts Memphis in a tough spot here against a talented SMU team. I'm playing the Mustangs minus four and a half to bounce back versus the backup QB. It is SMU minus four and a half at Memphis. Then we go to the SEC. Got to get you an SEC game here eventually. It is Arkansas minus five over Mississippi State. And oh, do we like this one. The Bulldogs are five and three straight up, four and four against the spread. Last three games, they lost Alabama by 40, beat Vandy by 39, and beat Kentucky by 14. And we had that game last week, so that was a nice win for us. Meanwhile, the Razorbacks are six and three straight up, seven and two against the spread. They lost by one at Old Miss. They lost by five to Auburn, and they beat Pine Bluff by 42. So the Razorbacks are riding a three-game losing streak in conference. But this team beat Texas and Texas A&M this season. They haven't had a conference game since October 16th. So they've had a whole lot of time to prepare for this one. I think Arkansas shows up big and covers the number with ease. So we love the Razorbacks this week, minus five over Mississippi State. Now let's take a break from the sides and we'll play some Big Ten unders. We've got three of them. We like three unders this week in the Big Ten. So here we go. We're going to lead off with the scariest of them all. It's Nebraska and Ohio State. We're going under the 66 and a half. The Huskers are three and six straight up. They wish they were six and three straight up, but they're only three and six straight up. They're five and four against the spread, five and four to the under. Last three games, they lost by three to Michigan, lost by seven at Minnesota, and lost by five to Purdue. The Buckeyes, meanwhile, are seven and one straight up, four, three and one against the spread, five and three to the under. They beat Maryland by 49. They won at Indiana by 47, and they beat Penn State by nines. The Buckeyes have been playing good football, but can someone fire Scott Frost already? Ohio State is clicking at this point, but Nebraska loves to torture the fan base with competitive losses. Remember that opener for Ohio State against Minnesota that finished right on the number. I'm feeling this might be a similar story, so that's why I couldn't play a side. I expect Nebraska to dust off that Oklahoma game plan and do everything possible to shorten this game up. Let's go under the 66 and a half. Next up, we go to Minneapolis, where the Gophers take on the Fighting Illini, and we're going to go under 44. The Gophers are six and two straight up, five, two and one against the spread, and four and four to the total. Last three games, they beat Nebraska by seven, they beat Maryland by 18, and they won at Northwestern by 27. So PJ Fleck has this team playing red hot football right now. Meanwhile, Brett Bielma and the Fighting Illini are three and six straight up, four, four and one against the spread, eight and one to the under this year. Yes, that's right. You heard that. Eight and one to the under this year. Last three games for them, they lost by 24 to Wisconsin, beat Penn State by two, and lost by six to Rutgers. So Illinois last played a game that hit 44 points on September the 11th at Virginia. That is the same Virginia team that had a score of 42 to 38 at halftime last week against BYU. So that team scores a lot of points. So that's the last time Illinois played a game that had a total of 44 points or more. My point, Illinois can't score, but they can also play D, okay? 
And the last team to score 24 points on this team was that same Virginia team. Minnesota has a good D themselves. They shut out Colorado, and they've held four other opponents to 16 or fewer points this season. This sets up nicely for an under, in my opinion. So under 44 is the play between Minnesota and Illinois. Your final under today in the Big Ten is Michigan State and Purdue. We're going the under 54. The Boilermakers are five and three straight up somehow. I don't see it. This is not that good a football team. They are four and four against the spread, and they are seven and one to the under. That's how they're winning. They're playing good defense. Last three games for them, they beat Iowa by 17. They lost to Wisconsin by 17, and they won at Nebraska by five. Meanwhile, the Spartans are 8-0 straight up, 7-1 against the spread, and 4-4 four and four with the total. Last three for them, they won at Rutgers by 18, they won at Indiana by five, and they beat Michigan last week by four. So big letdown spot for the Spartans after the big win against Michigan, but I can't play Purdue on the side, so that's why I like the total here. I'm expecting a slow and sluggish start in this one, so let's take the under 54 between Michigan State and Purdue. Now, back to the sides. Three more games for you to wrap up our card. It is Arkansas State plus 21 and a half against Appalachian State. The Red Wolves are one and seven straight up, four and four against the spread. Last three games, they lost to Coastal by 32. They lost to Louisiana Lafayette by one, and they lost at South Alabama by 18. Meanwhile, the Mountaineers are six and two straight up, five and three against the spread. Last three games for them, they lost by 28 at Louisiana, beat Coastal by three, and beat Monroe by 31. So nothing easy for Butch Jones this year at Arkansas State. The schedule has been so dang tough that App State is their homecoming game. You're supposed to schedule easy opponents for homecoming. They scheduled App State. What's wrong with them? The D played well against Louisiana, and the D played well in the second half against South Alabama. I don't expect a win but I do expect them to keep it within three scores. So we're on the Red Wolves plus 21 and a half against App State. Back to the SEC. I have to do it. It's terrible to do it. I shouldn't do it, but I'm doing it. LSU plus 28 and a half against Alabama. Oh, cringe factor right there. The Taggers are four and four straight up, three and five against the spread. Last three games, been a roller coaster. They lost by 21 at Kentucky, beat Florida by seven, Fired Coach O, lost by 14 at Ole Miss. The Crimson Tide, meanwhile, are 7-1 and one straight up, 5-3 and three against the spread. They lost by three, of course, at Texas A&M as a 19-point favorite. Beat Mississippi State by 40 and beat Tennessee by 28. I would have never guessed that Alabama's biggest number this year to cover in the conference would have been against LSU. I do think Coach O would love to eliminate Bama from the title hunt. Give him one last big victory. He will get the Tigers up for this one. They will make one last stand and at least keep it within 28 and a half. Alabama wins the game, but LSU is going to keep it plus the 28 and a half. And then to wrap up the card, we got to give you a terrible game. It's out West. I like West Coast games. I said I'd never bet them again, but I'm going to bet them one more time. UNLV plus one and a half at New Mexico. The Lobos are three and five straight up, one and seven against the spread. Last three games, they lost by 24 at San Diego State. They lost by 29 to Colorado State, and they won at Wyoming by 11. I still don't understand how that happened. Meanwhile, the Rebels are 0-8 straight up, 4-4 against the spread. 
Last three games for them, they lost by four to Utah State, lost by seven to San Diego State, and lost by 31 at Nevada. Winless team on the road versus a three-win team, and they're only a one-and-a-half-point underdog. Very odd. Best spot remaining here for the Rebels to get a victory, though. I think this team is too good and too close to go winless, so I'm going to take UNLV plus the one-and-a-half on the road. So that's your college football card. We will have three additional games tomorrow from the FCS. We're once again going to pick and cherry pick some games from that Hero Sports website. Once the FCS lines are out, we'll give you three additional games there on Saturday. But right now, let's recap the college football card for Saturday that we have released. North Carolina, minus two and a half against Wake Forest. Wyoming, plus three and a half against Colorado State. Texas, plus six and a half against Iowa State. TCU, plus seven over Baylor. West Virginia, plus three and a half over Oklahoma State. Boise State, plus five at Fresno State. Rutgers, plus 13 at Wisconsin. SMU, minus four and a half at Memphis. Arkansas, minus five over Mississippi State. We have three unders in the Big Ten. Nebraska, Ohio State, under 66 and a half. Minnesota, Illinois, under 44. Michigan State, Purdue, under 54. Arkansas State, plus 21 and a half over App State. LSU, plus 28 and a half over Alabama. And UNLV, plus one and a half against New Mexico. That is a whole lot of talking, a whole lot of listening on your part. Thank you for staying to the end. We're trying to do the best job we can here on this podcast. Once again, we have 10 dogs, four favorites, and three totals going under the number in college football. 11 and seven last Saturday, four and two so far this week. Will we have that breakthrough Saturday? Can't wait to find out. But as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.